I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. So there's just three of us again today. Gina is missing. Um, but here we are again on Way in Wednesday. This is where we come and talk all things maintenance and life beyond weight loss and, and what that can look like and feel like. So as always, Kim, I think I say as always every week. So as always, Kim, our weight loss I'm here. here with us. Hey guys. And then today we have Amy. So Amy is one of our members in maintenance. Hello, Amy. Hello. How are you ladies so today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here. I mean, you're such a vocal member of the group and we'd love to see your comments popping up. So I really wanted to um, have you on. So I'm glad you're here. Happy to be here. So why don't you um, tell us a little bit about yourself? So you've been in maintenance now for a little while. So where are you? When was your first group? Give us a bit of background there before we get right into it all. I have been in maintenance for a while. So I started um, Weight Loss by Gina in the spring 2021 group. Um, I lost 20 pounds in my first group. And then between spring and the fall group, I call it my bridge period, I lost another seven pounds. I just, you know, stayed with it. I, I personalized the plan. I, you know, just stayed on top of it, did all the things that I was doing in the spring to continue during my bridge time. So then I did fall of 2021 and I lost another 19 pounds in the fall group. Mm. So I hit my, I think that was like at that time, my fourth goal. It happens, right? It happens. You change your goal over and over again. It's totally totally does. Because I started in the spring, I told my girlfriend, I said, oh, if I could just lose 10 pounds, I'll be so happy. And then through that spring group, it was like, no, now I want to lose 20. Now I want to lose 35. And so uh, in fall, it was like, okay, let's hit 45. And if you hit 45, I feel good. And so I hit 46 and it didn't even take me all the way through um, that fall group either. It was like the middle of November um, is when I considered myself in maintenance. So um, maintained over the holidays, but I knew for myself to um, hold myself accountable and to solidify that weight, um, my new set point, I needed some consistency 
Um, and, and, and so I joined the winter 2022 group, not to lose more weight, but to solidify, um, my weight, which was fabulous because it, it gave me the support of the community. It reinforced everything that I had learned and all the tools that were given to me. Um, so that's been like my journey in, uh, in the groups. Um, and yeah, I feel like our, our journeys are like very similar. Like I, our time, like I started January, 2021 and hit my goal in December. And the same as you, like I joined one more group to solidify my weight without even knowing that was a thing then. Right. That was before. I didn't either. Yeah. That was before this, but I just knew at that time, I didn't have the capacity to pull away from a structured program and then try and maintain on my own and work on my mindfulness. So redoing that program, um, you know, like you really helped to solidify and help me, you know, stabilize that set point. And going back to what you said about, you know, resetting your goal over and over again, it's such, it's something that we see people that are still actively losing weight. So if they hit 10, then they hit 20, then they hit 40, whatever it might be. But we're also seeing members in maintenance too that have, you know, gone months, you know, maybe even a year or more and then decided, oh, I think I want to go for a little bit more. Cause I know Kim, that happened to you, right? Like you were pretty happy where you were for a little while. And then just change your mind. Yeah. I feel like I, and I think I wonder if some of it with us is sometimes, um, you know, to back to what Amy said, like, I'd be happy if I lost 10 pounds. And I think for me, it was that like, I'd be happy if I lost 50 pounds. You think that's life changing. That could change my life. But then when I got there, I realized like I, it has changed my life and maybe I can now go for more, but in the back of your mind, after so many years of, you know, failure at trying to lose weight and stuff, it seemed like an even 10 pounds can seem like an insurmountable amount of weight to lose. So when you actually see it happening while you're on the program, I think it's very common to just reassess or like you said, reach your goal thinking like, oh my goodness, 50 pounds is going to be a lot. But then when you've done it, you're like, hey, I did that. Why can't I do that? I wish we could bottle that like, oh, hey, I did that. And just remember, like, remember that we did that. So then Amy, you went back and you did the group again. And yes. how did you, and how did you find that? Like, what, what was your focus like in that, in that group? My focus was, um, to strengthen the mind body connection. I am, I am a, um, I'm a rule follower. So, you know, once I started the program, um, the first one, it was like, okay, just tell me what I have to do and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I started seeing those successes, then I'm like, okay, what more can I do? So I was all in. I was maximizing. I was doing everything. I was reading everything. I was printing everything out. I was all in. You tell me to do it, I'm going to do it. I wasn't really focused on that mind-body connection during Mm -hmm. the time that I was losing weight. So for the, the winter program, when I was in for maintenance, I was like, okay, you need to take that time to solidify that set point, that new weight that you're at, but you need to strengthen that mind-body connection. So I was real, I was hyper-focused on the four questions and saying them to myself every single meal. And I know that like hearing myself say that now, it's like, um, I know people are probably thinking like, oh, that's a lot. Like I can't do that every meal, Mm -hmm. but 
after I did it for a while, it, it almost became like habit. Um, and one of the, the questions that I had like an aha moment on during that winter program that I did for, for, to solidify was during eating. Um, what if I stop here? Mm-hmm. What if I stop eating here? How am I going to feel? And that was like an aha moment for me during the four questions that really helped connect connect myself to how my body is truly feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was um, really paramount for me to create that strong mind body connection because. I've never been able, I've never been one of those people who have been in tune to their body. Yeah. So doing it was, was uh, what I really needed to do. And I'm not saying that I like, um, that I completed it, that I, you know, that it was perfect after that winter group, because I still, you know, um, you know, after completing that winter group, I still worked on it like last summer, And last fall, you know, worked Mm -hmm. on strengthening it um, until it got to the point where it was totally automatic. And then it got to the point where it was like, oh, I just know. Yeah, we we talked about this yesterday in the Spill the Tea with Dorothy, the same thing. She kind of was same. And just like you said, I'm a rule follower. I follow the rules. I feel like after that's what I needed to do was connect with that, you know, and form those those habits and make it more. Um, instinctual or habitual to check mm-hmm. in with them. And I think, you know, I, this is where I, I feel like a lot of our members, um, not a lot, but yeah, a lot, a lot of our members are struggling with that, with that part of it, like letting go of the rule following, letting go of, you know, be having to follow the, the food plan or having to follow a structure and really leaning into the mind body connection part of it. You know, they, I think we can, I mean, I did, so I'm going to put myself out there. I really festered in that, that fear a little bit of like, I was so consumed with, you know, the fear of gaining weight back, the fear of doing something wrong that I didn't allow myself to really tap into that mind body connection for a little while, because I didn't want to let something else go for fear of, you know, of of having that weight come back. So I think it's really great. And I think it's really profound that you said, like you really spent that time on that mind body connection and everything else just kind of fell into place. And maybe that's where that place of trusting yourself comes from. Once you make that connection, then you're able to trust yourself because look what you've already done. You know, you've physically lost the weight. You physically followed the program. Now you've tapped into that mind body connection and that's, what's really going to take you forward. You really deepen that, you know, belief in yourself and, and that trust in yourself to move forward. And so how did you know? So sorry, well Kim, said, that is very, very well said because it, it's, it's trusting yourself, but it's also trusting the tools that Gina has given us mm-hmm. and, and knowing that you have, you have all of that, you know, you have all that ammunition, you have all of that um, to get to your finally and forever. And I think that it's transitioning, I think, is the issue with maintenance is transitioning from the group where you do have, if you're following, you know, you're doing the food plan and you're following the program, there's something for you to follow. It's like a map. And to transition to knowing the route and the way on your own. And that's what I think is so great about 
personalizing the plan when you're done the program is it is a little bit of a transition. There's not rules and that maintenance, there are no rules in maintenance, you know, it's, and so I think transitioning from that, like, this is my structure, even though there, we kind of try to ease you out of that structure in the food plan by changing it as we go along. But I think that's what maybe some people struggle with is that transition from I'm following the rules to there's no rules. How do I, how do I like, carry myself out when I have this rule of society of maintenance where I can really do whatever I want, live yeah. my life. And then, you know, talking about, you know, we're talking about rules and, and, you know, what we think we have to do. So, you know, in our weight loss journey, we're really chasing that lowest low on the scale, right? Like that's what we're, that's what we're looking to do. That's what we're looking to see. So now we've gotten there. How did you, do you remember Amy, like thinking back, do you remember, was there a hurdle there for you where you had to, you know, get over look, seeing that lowest low on the scale? We had a member this week um, in the group ask, you know, I'm doing all the things. I'm feeling really great. But then when I don't see that low on the scale on Monday, it really, you know, wreaks havoc. Did you find that a hurdle, like not not chasing that lowest low? Or how did you get over not, you know, like fluctuating uh, numbers because? becoming your norm like do you remember Um, a point when that happened or how I I do remember having the challenge of not seeing that lowest low that was a that was a nice number that was a nice number but I I also um realized that that was a number that I like drove to you know I I was very focused um and doing all the things to get down to that lowest low. So during that, that winter group, um, when I was focused on the mind body connection, um, that's when I kind of like let go of the number, you know, and really realized how I was feeling and, and how, um, how I felt mentally, how I felt physically, um, what my energy levels were. Um, I had a new like confidence in, in myself and, and I wasn't thinking about the number. So in maintenance, yeah. Am I at my lowest low now? No. Um, you know, I sit probably, I don't know, five, eight pounds above it. Have I gone to 12 pounds above it? Yes, I have. Um, but that has been mindful. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so for me, because I have, I have created that mind body connection for the first time in my life. Um, it's about how I feel and not about that lowest low number. Mm-hmm. And when I focus on how I feel, that's when I usually sit around five pounds above that lowest low. Mm-hmm. I think, um, to like when we're, when we're talking about trying to see that lowest low and, and, you know, being mindful and making those decisions, you know, I I could have a weekend where I'm making decisions where I know on Monday, I'm not going to see my lowest low. And we want to get to that point where, okay, I know I'm making this decision and I know I'm not going to be at my lowest low on Monday, but I'm going to be okay with that because I know I'm going to, you know, that's not an everyday thing. So, you know, now I can, um, you know, Tuesday's going to come. And I always hate using Monday as the day because Monday, it doesn't have to be a Monday, it could be any day, but let, you know, 
for sake of what we're talking about, come Monday, we get on the scale and it's, you know, not the number we want to see, but I, you know, I made those choices that made me feel good in the moment that led to this number being up on the scale, but that doesn't mean that that number needs to continue to stay there, you know, and just being comfortable with that, with those decisions that you're making a choice, you know, all the time and all those choices while not in the pursuit of weight loss are not going to always show you your lowest low. Correct. Correct. And, and there's, there's like embracing the calm, you know, knowing like exactly what you said, Odette, knowing that you made those choices along the way and that, you know, that the scale is going to show, you know, those choices, you know, in a higher number, but trusting in yourself, trusting in the tools that you have and having that calm, knowing that it's not, that it's going to go right back down. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm-hmm. No. Um, and having that calm has been really important for me. Really important for me. It's helped with so many aspects. Um, just, you know anxiety and de-stressing and, you know, I can easily get a little freaked out. And so (laughs) embracing that calm and knowing because I've experienced it, that it's going to go back down. So I think to being caught that part of being calm at that number is being comfortable at that number and happy and feeling healthy. And that's, you know, we've got uh, some sharing here in the, in the comments that they found that they were felt like they lost too much at their lowest low. And they're actually more comfortable five pounds above there. And I know, you know, Gina's mentioned that in the past, she sees her lowest low, but she's feels like she, you know, could, use that extra five pounds sometimes too. like just, you know, sitting in there, you don't always want to be like, yeah, you can strive for that, for that number, but why are you more comfortable? Not everybody is comfortable at their lowest low. Some people like to have, you know, a little bit more. So not necessarily focusing on that number, but focusing how you feel. It's if you feel like you have that, you know, that little extra layer that you're not comfortable with, then yeah, maybe you need to, you know, tighten it up a little bit and um, start checking yourself. But if you feel like you're good where you are, it really shouldn't matter if it's five pounds above your lowest low or five pounds higher than what you thought your goal weight was, if you feel good in that spot, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're talking a lot about calm today. I feel like this is a, you know, theme that comes up over and over again. And people want to know, like, where does that calm 
come from? Where do we find that calm? How do I get to that place of calm? You know, and as much as we can tell them like it's time, it just takes time. What did you feel, um, Amy worked for you? Like, did you feel it was just time? It just, it just, you know, took that, you know, months or weeks or, you know, or is it just putting into practice, you know, the mindfulness? What do you think was, was a game changer for you? Um, for me, um, trusting in myself and trusting in the program, I think led me into the calm. And then, um, I, I remember specifically, you know, there were times when I was actively losing my weight, um, that Gina would say things. Um, and I remember thinking, no way that's not going to happen. And I'll be doggone if it didn't happen. Yeah. And so um, I I drew on that experience um, in maintenance to say, Gina says that this is going to happen. You know, so I'm going to trust in her and the program and the process. And then I saw those successes. And so that helped me have that sense of calm. Um, Mm -hmm. in addition to trusting my body. So listening to my body and, and hearing what it was telling me, um, Mm -hmm. and, and then reacting accordingly to what it was saying. Um, and then it was like, Oh yes, yes, I can do this. I am doing this. Not just, I can do this. I am doing this. And it wasn't, I mean, Odette, I know that like it, it wasn't a, um, there wasn't like a line in the sand. There wasn't yes. like definitive talk about. Yeah. date that, that like I hit, it was like a gradual, um, wave that came over me to mm-hmm. when it was like, I realized, oh my gosh, I, I'm actually not asking myself all of the questions, you know, um, I, I just know I'm feeling it. I know how my body is going to respond if I have this and I'm choosing not to, because I know what that's going to make me feel like. And I love that you say that about not being a hard line in the sand, because, you know, we talk about transition and how amazing would it be if we could just flip the switch from weight loss to finally and forever. Right. And if it, I mean, if it was that easy, I mean, my goodness, well, we'd, wouldn't have We'd to screw. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like there really is no hard line in the sand. It is not black or white. It's not, you, you can't say like, I hit my goal on December 17th. That's the day I use. Cause that is the day that, as mine. I'll always remember, you know, December 17th, I hit my goal. And then all of a sudden all my worries went away, you know? So it's not a hard line in the sand. It does come with patience and time and trust and having all these little things that we do every single day and all these little habits that we're developing, you know, really putting faith into those and having those be our new beliefs rather than just, you know, I'm here, I'm doing it. So maintenance is a dimmer switch. Someone just said, yes, it is a dimmer switch, isn't it? Like just, and sometimes it gets a little darker and sometimes yeah. it gets a little lighter. <laughs> Well, yeah, and we've had, you know, other people mention they don't know once they reach their goal, they, 
is, should they stop? Should they not? St- like, who knows what their body's capable of once they even hit that goal too. So it's, it is really like, it's about fine tuning or almost what is it on a, on an amplifier where you're just kind of tuning it in and you're saying like, maybe I can go to 11, like who knows? But yeah, just, I think it's, it is, it is an adjustment. I think you're constantly adjusting because nobody knows what it's going to look like when we hit our goals, when we have that goal in our head, but when you actually get there and feel it, I think that's really when you start to know, like, I am good here or, you know, you know, maybe I'm not. Yeah, I agree. So how, how do you feel? How do you feel now, Amy? So you, you know, you've been in maintenance, you feel like, you know, you've openly said like, I'm at my finally and forever now. And how do, how does that look for you? What is, what does that finally and forever look like for you? Do you just wake up, feel good, look good every day? Do you still have those for, you know, lack of a better word, fat days or days where you don't feel your best? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, I, it, it, the first word that comes to mind when you started asking that question was freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and do I get up in the morning and think about food and what I'm going to eat and everything? No, I don't. I do. I get up and, and I, you know, I think about my day um, and, you know, what my obligations and responsibilities are for that day and stuff like that. And I'm not cathexed on food and what I'm going to be eating or, um, or how I'm going to prepare it or worrying about it. Um, do I have fat days? Yes. <laughs> do I still have work to do? Yes. Um, but I think that's just a bit of like human nature and stuff. You know, we're, we're, we're evolving and changing and growing. And I'd like to think that I'm um, the type of person that isn't static, that does know how to learn and evolve and get better. Um, so I, so I am still learning. Um, one of my girlfriends asked me, she's like, why are you still in that group? You've lost all your weight and you've kept it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, that's an interesting question. I'm like, one, it's because I love the community. Mm-hmm. We have love. the best community. I sure. love the community, mm-hmm. which yeah. when I stopped that fall group, when I stopped losing weight, the thought of not having the community to help solidify my weight was like frightening. So I mm-hmm. love the community. The other thing is that I'm, I'm still learning. And what a better place, safer place, more supportive place to learn new tools mm-hmm. than, than this maintenance group. Um, I I mean, just like the other day, there was a post about, you know, um, it was, it turn up your, um, relationship with yourself and there were things in there. It was like, ding, ding. I'm like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think we're always working on ourselves. And if, if you listen to the live, um, that Gina did on Monday, she talked a lot about being at this obesity conference last week and how a lot of, you know, but the conversation was around like behavioral, behavioral therapy and changing your mindset and, and that being such an important tool for people. And it really is because we are always learning. There's always things to be uncovered, you know, emotions and associations and all of that. So, you know, that's always, 
I, I think it's so true that we are always learning. We hope this group now, like for Amy or for anybody else, it's like, you know, use it when you need it. If you don't need it so much, go live your life. Come back when you need it, right? It's because we are changing and there's going to be blips and bumps and then there's going to be celebrations that, that you're going to want to have with the group. So I think it's it's true, like being part of this community and being around like-minded people and people that are not necessarily at the same part of their journey, but I'll have an understanding that we're all here together with, you know, and our yes. issues might be different, but we're all kind of working through something. So yeah, having this community is, is, you know, something else. Totally it's agree. Really yeah. Well, I, I am conscious of our time. We've only got a few minutes left, but there was a question in the, in the um, group today or yesterday um, about exercise. So I definitely want to touch on it. So Amy, are, did you work out when you were, um, you know, pursuing weight loss, do you exercise now? What do you do exactly? I, I do. I've always been active. I'm a tennis player. I've played tennis since I was 10 years old. So that's mm-hmm. 48 years, long time tennis player. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I started the spring group, I had a torn rotator cuff, so I couldn't oh, yeah. exercise. Yeah. Um, and, um, that, that was difficult. Um, but when the weather broke, you know, it was still like COVID restrictions and stuff. So I would walk um, and I would try to purposefully walk, not just stroll. I would just try and yes. move around and be active and stuff like that. But I wasn't playing, like I would play tennis like normally three times a week. So, so I wasn't doing that, but the spring group was when I lost the majority of my weight. Mm-hmm. Is when I was not as active with exercise and stuff. And then my shoulder got better and I literally got back into the swing of things with tennis and stuff like that. So I did, you know, um, I do go and, you know, play tennis and pickleball and I walk and I bike um, a lot. But the beauty of this program is that you don't have to have a high level of exercise, as you guys know. Um, to be successful, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. definitely helped me maximize things, you know, and, 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 um, level up, um, mm-hmm. to use a, to use a great genility term. <laughs> um, genism. Yeah. And, and the member was asking because she was, she was saying that she is still trying to lose a bit of weight and wasn't sure if she should go and really pursue something that she loves, which is like the heavier, more intense lifting, or if she should, you know, continue with, um, exercise that is not as intense, um, you know, not as taxing on the body. And I think, you know, it goes, goes to show, you know, like how you said, Amy, like you are doing less activity and, you know, losing your most amount of weight. I think if you, if you're still in the pursuit of weight loss, we don't want to make this totally about a weight loss conversation, but if you're still in the pursuit of weight loss, Um, Yeah, really following those exercise guidelines that we have set out in the, you know, in your previous weight loss group, not taxing too much on the body, you know, getting your heart rate up when you can as often as you can. But that being said, if you if if you wanted to go and and lift these heavier weights, you know, just understanding that the scale might be a bit slower to move if you're having these more intense, you know, type exercises and your body needs time to repair and rebuild. And if that's okay with you, I think then that's, you know, exercise that you want to And you see that, I see that in maintenance. Mm -hmm. I see that in maintenance. Like if I've had an intense, you know, two and a half hours of tennis and and stuff like that, and I'm, I'm sore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, 
my, and then you're going to get a rest too, right? You want to make sure like if you are doing that, you're feeling sore. And if you are somebody who is going to react to your scale, reacting to your exercise, make sure that you are getting in enough water. Make sure you're making your meals nutrient rich to you know, feed right. your body and also make sure you're getting in rest in between. Like if you want to do those more intense things, maybe you don't do it every day because you know, it's going to leave you sore every day and building on it. If you'd like yeah. to do those intense workouts, maybe you sprinkle them with some, you know, functional training or stretching or a nice walk with a friend or something as your movement on other days too. If you're somebody who's going to, you know, yeah. not like the, what it, how it affects your scale when you do heavy lifting and things like that. Yeah. And I think it just comes down to that choice again, right? Making the choices that you know might be reflective on the scale and being okay with, you know, whatever you decide yeah. to choose. Kim and I did a, a Apple Watch challenge last week and she kicked my butt. So <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. Yeah. She did. Yeah. yeah that's mean. Exactly. We get very, we get very competitive with each other. I and, think your uh, next challenge should be to put your watch on earlier. In the I know. Morning, so you have a chance. <laughs> A little healthy yeah. competition that we're good anyway. A little healthy competition. <laughs> that's right. That's right. She did check in with me once or twice. I was both still alive because I hadn't stood up yet that day, but <laughs> my watch, my watch was still on the nightstand. So that was fun. So Amy, I'm so glad you came on. Um, I'm glad we had this conversation. I feel like this whole conversation was actually very calm. So I think you brought that energy with you. I think we awesome. um, had a great chat. I think what you had to say about, you know, your transition and not that hard line in the sand and it takes time and, you know, just trust yourself and keep working on that mind body connection, I think is really important. So I'm so thankful that you came on and keep commenting in the group. Cause you know, we love your insight and we love to see you in there. And if you feel like you don't need us as much, that's okay too. Just come back when you do, cause we'll still be there, but I'll be um, like there. Said, always lots of great takeaways and tidbits. Kim, as thank always, you. thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm sitting with me, and I'll beat you next week. Okay, it's on. It's on. <laughs> it was a long weekend, too. I mean, I just, you know, didn't do so great. Okay, Amy, I'm, we're going to say goodbye. We are over time. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us and for commenting and, and um, joining this conversation. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.